0: Welcome to another episode of Jess's sobriety where we talk, share, and spill the tea soberly and anonymously. Per usual, it's me, Jess, and today I have a very special guest who happens to be my mom, and we're gonna talk about some stuff. So I'll I'll let her introduce herself.
1: Hello. I'm Jessica's mom. Nice to be with y'all.
0: Cool. Thanks. Glad to have you here. Glad to be here. Let's see. I'm just gonna... Yeah, the pillow. That works. Okay. <laughs> so, um before we start, is there anything you want to say or
1: I'm just excited. I've never done not, not like this before, so
0: see how it is. Cool. I'm excited too. It'll be it'll be good. Um So at any point, if you don't want to answer any of the questions or don't want to talk about something, that's fine. Um, I just, I just wrote the first things that came to mind, so. (laughs) All right, um, so the first question I have is, how would you describe our relationship in the past years before the last couple years? Okay, that was rough. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: we didn't really have much of a relationship. Mm-hmm. We both did things, so it made it hard on both of us and everybody else.
0: Yeah, yeah. And just a little, a little background for the listeners: the parents divorced at a at a young age. So that's what happened. Stuff happened in between there. So we're just. I don't know. Following up. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, how would you describe our relationship currently within the past couple of years? Our relationship currently, in the past couple of years,
1: has greatly improved. And I don't think that there's anything else, anyone that's going to come in between it. I agree. <laughs> we got it pretty much set.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely much better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... If you could have done things differently, what things would you choose to do differently and why?
1: With what things?
0: Anything. Just, I don't know, with our relationship with... I don't know. This, is, this stuff just popped in my head. Okay. Um...
1: I guess in the past, before it got like it is now, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: well, as you know, I didn't stop trying. Yeah. I kept trying to reach out to you, and sometimes it worked, most times it didn't, which (laughs) was understandable, considering what happened with me and your dad, Mm -hmm. but, you know, now I wouldn't change a thing.
0: Right. Yeah. Is there anything that I could have done, or I could have done differently differently In the past? In the past,
1: you were controlled by your dad. So, you know, you had to listen to him. You were younger. So, you actually had to listen to him, you know. And I understood that. Mm. You know, but as you got older, you know, he he couldn't really stop you from having a relationship with me and us talking.
0: Mm.
1: But as you were younger, you had to, you know. Mm.
0: Mm.
1: So, you wouldn't get in trouble.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I just want to put a disclaimer that my dad wasn't controlling. It was just, um, I used to be worried it would make anyone feel uncomfortable, and I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings, and I just didn't know better. I guess that's part of what I was trying to
1: say, just
0: how to get it out. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't want anyone you know, listening to think, oh, he was controlling when he wasn't, but no, that's okay. Um, is there anything I can do now that could help improve our relationship since things have started to change? (laughs) No, just don't ever
1: not contact me. Yeah. We talk daily,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, either text, somehow we talk daily. Yeah. You know, and I, that's just something I want to continue. Right. Which I know will.
0: Yeah. I know some days I'm not as great at it. Like when I when I had COVID, I I barely talked to anyone for those couple of weeks, which I, I did feel really bad about.
1: Well, no, because when you have COVID, you don't want to <laughs> <laughs> talk to nobody, see nothing,
0: nobody. I really didn't. I just wanted to eat and
1: sleep. I understand that
0: but yeah I used to be really good at I don't want to say ignoring but I used to be really good at avoiding conversation
1: I knew that yeah that's why I kept sending them (laughs) I know eventually you're gonna say let me answer this bitch (laughs) I just kept sending them. It worked.
0: It worked. Yeah. I can be a little bit demanding. (laughs) It's a good thing we're both stubborn, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That definitely helped. But I do. It's different now because I actually, I actually care more, and I want a relationship, and I want to treat you as you deserve. And it's it's funny how that makes a difference. But, like, you never didn't deserve me treating you as you should. But I just... I wasn't always thinking about you. I was pretty selfish. And I don't know, I was just caught up in whatever I was caught up in. And I just didn't value your time or your attention when now it's really important to me. Oh, thank you. I... I knew
1: you were going through things. I
0: couldn't pinpoint it. Yeah.
1: But I knew there was something going on.
0: Mm.
1: And when you took the time to tell me, it all made sense. Right. You know, and that's why I, I said I never stopped reaching out to you, whether you answer me or not. Mm-hmm. That was beside the point. I was still sending you messages and trying to call you no matter what.
0: Right. Yeah, no, that means a lot. It does now. Um, I, I wish I could say it always did then, but I was I was so in my head. I, I didn't really consider anyone. But that's one of the reasons I'm trying to change now. <laughs> um, and part of your answer kind of goes into my next question um, of were there times you suspected I had a problem? With addiction and or mental illness if so kind of what made you suspect that and about for how long did you
1: it was a grandma passed and after y'all came up
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know we things were good again and then they they went down yeah and I didn't know why they went down mm-hmm and I knew when you felt like it, you would tell me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and I, I just messaged every day. You know that I called you and when you didn't answer me on, you know, you went weeks, it hurt. Yeah. It never made me mad. It just, it hurt me. Right. But I knew there was a reason for it.
0: Right. Oh, I understand that. Um. Okay, um, oh, so when I told you that I did, in fact, have addiction and mental health issues, what thoughts did you have, or what feelings did you have?
1: When you told me that, I took a lot of blame. Yeah. Because of what happened, you know, I mean, it was... It was rough how things happened and y'all were so young. Yeah. You know, and kids don't understand things like that.
0: Mhm.
1: You know, they just and they tend to be against the person that they're not with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I mean that's normal. Yeah. You know, until, until they get old enough to realize and some don't realize it. Yeah. You know, but and that's okay. Mhm. But I mean I I knew it would take time. And one day, you know, hoping you would realize and understand and, you know, we could talk it out.
0: Right. I, yeah, I I do have to say I did spend all of my life up until that point trying to process and understand things. And I didn't understand things. And, you know, certain things would trigger different emotions and, you know, just responses out of my mental control or sometimes physical control. And, you know, I, I did get angry a lot because I, I was always, I didn't like to feel sad or anxious, so I think I just channeled a lot of it into anger. And, you know, I just, you know, things did develop and I'm not, I don't ever want to just, put any sole blame on you, like, a lot of it's genetic, biological, environmental, um, but I, yeah, I did try to find different ways, whether it was through people, places, things, self-harm, substances, alcohol, food, sex, attention, like, whatever I could possibly do to make me feel better or not feel at all or just distract me. Um, Some things were better than others, but it was never just, it was never just about you. So I think it's important for me to tell you that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I just, I just took the blame for everything, you know, Mm -hmm. until you explained to me what was going on with you, mm-hmm. you know, with the drinking and everything. Mm-hmm. And then it all made sense and understood. Right. Because I didn't understand a lot of it. Right. You know, a lot of your reasons behind behind it. Right. But once you explained all that to me, it, it all came together.
0: Yeah. And now I'm at a point where I can see, you know, everyone has a part in something And it it, it was never just you. It was never just me. It was never just dad. It was, it was everything. And then, you know, not just that one, you know, not just that one situation. It was everything that happened after that. And, you know, other people, you know, I've been, like, cheated on and lied to. And just, you know, different, different things that people have done to me, different things I've done to people. And I, I used to not be able to see my part in things. I used to just immediately play the victim and blame other people and not take any responsibility. And that did a lot of damage. What I did to myself, that did a lot of damage too. But I would blame the world. It wasn't, you know, at the time it wasn't, it wasn't my fault. I didn't do shit to myself when really being in recovery, I was actually able to like look at myself and see where I affected people and where, you know, the harm that I've done to others and myself, and it's one of that, it's, like, one of that, one of those reasons is why, like, one of those reasons, that explanation is a reason why I feel like I can, like, forgive people now, and I can see through just those preconceived ideas that I used to have, and, um... It's helped me a lot with the healing process and being able to, like, love other people and let people in again, and, um, there are times where I still struggle with it, but at least I'm aware of it and I can work on it now, and I'm grateful for that, and I've just been able to, you know, love and accept people for how they are and accept the situation for how it is and that things are meant to be as they are. And, um, you know, there's nothing that gets put in front of me that I can't handle. And although there was a lot of pain throughout the years, because of where we are now, I wouldn't change it. No, it, I wouldn't. I think it made us closer. It did. And, you know, before we, we
1: took too many things personal that was said. mm mm-hmm. And we both would get angry, get upset, Mm -hmm. you know, because you told me this or I told you that, (laughs) you know, and then we, we come to realization that, you know, don't take nothing personal because if I say something to you, it's not about you. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to, I need somebody to talk to Mm -hmm. about things and, you know, it's, it's not about you. It's more about me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So we learned how to talk to each other and not get mad
0: and have boundaries yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we're we're too much alike so we can't be butting heads and take shit personal no oh
0: no can't. no nope. um was there anything else you wanted to say before we moved on no if it comes in my head i'll tell you <laughs>
1: okay
0: <laughs> that sounds fine <laughs> okay um Oh, another one. So, the last question made me think of this. Um, What kind of things, because I know this is addiction, it's like a family disease and mental illness because it affects everyone. Um, What kind of things do you worry about regarding my issues with addiction and mental illness? Because I know you don't say much about it. You're supportive, but I know you I know you worry.
1: One thing's back in the past that Mm -hmm. after you told me Mm -hmm. what scared the death out of me was when you told me you was cutting. Yeah. And then you was drinking and, you know, you told me some of your episodes. Yeah. And I felt like somebody put a knife through me. Yeah. And it scared me. And I knew it wasn't good to say anything to you then because it wouldn't matter. Yeah. It, to it, say. Yeah. You know, but um I knew, you know, if I if you always knew I was here and I'm not I don't judge you. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think bad of you for nothing. Mm-hmm. We all make mistakes. And I knew that you one day you would overcome all that and you would be clean, you would be sober. Mm-hmm you know you won't do all that no more
0: yeah.
1: it just takes time you know and I'm proud of you for all you've achieved you know you've come so so far a long way right. you know you have a great wife I love my other daughter
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah
0: is, is there anything you worry about now now No. no
1: I think you're You know what, you know, you, you know, your mistakes you made with all that Mm -hmm. and I don't see you relapsing Mm -hmm. for, with anything. Right. You know, you're, you're set. You got your goals. Right. You know, you're not going to go back to that life. I don't want it. And, and I, I'm honestly not worried about you with that. I really hope I never do. You You feel you, you need that. You call me. Thank you. Instead of going to that, you call. I
0: appreciate that.
1: <laughs> you know, my phone's always open to you.
0: Thank you. Okay. Next question. Um, I mean, consider... I don't know why I wrote this because considering we have a relationship and we have forgiven each other, but I, I don't know. I guess I was still wondering um, if there's anything that I've ever done or said that may have seemed unforgivable and yeah I was just I don't know
1: <laughs> well we, we both said things yeah that probably seemed unforgivable to each other right you know you probably thought things I probably thought things right you know I mean that, that's normal in situations that we've had mm-hmm. okay you know and and earlier when I said, you know, you had, your dad controlled, I didn't mean it that way. Yeah. What I meant was you was young. Yeah. You had to listen to your dad.
0: Yeah. You
1: Because know? <laughs> you weren't going to get in trouble. No. So, you know, but we we've both said things, did things. Yeah. You know, that, no, we didn't mean at the time we meant it. We thought. Yeah. <laughs> but, now that shit happened, you know? Right. You learn to get over it. You learn to realize you know, that life is, you know, worth more than all that. That's
0: true. <laughs> it's so much, it's worth so much more. Um, oh, this one. I forgot I wrote this question. So the day um, we video called so I could make amends to you, how did you feel and what were your thoughts? Well,
1: I was shocked. Yeah. And as you saw, I I lost it. Yeah.
0: I (laughs) I did afterwards, but I
1: couldn't let you see. (laughs) And I'm trying to hold it in now. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, I'm very emotional. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But that that was like I had a new world start. Right. You know, I mean, I... I didn't know what to think. You know, um, I've always looked forward to that day.
0: Yeah.
1: And honestly, didn't know if that day would ever come. Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I felt like I was just walking on the clouds after that. <laughs> That's how it made me feel. And thank you for doing that. that I'll never forget that day. That's a good day. It
0: was. (laughs) You know, I had a list. I had a list of different people I had to do that to. And that wasn't the first time I've made that list. But I was so scared to do that with you. Because I know you're the one person that I've hurt the most. And, you know, there were some that weren't... It was just, like, a, you know, a quick five-minute conversation. But I knew once I did this, like, I did not want to fuck anything up again. Yeah. I didn't. Because it would, you know, it would defeat the purpose of trying to make things right with you. Because I I knew the cycle, the continuous on-and-off-again cycle that we've had. And I just did not want that to happen again. So I, I waited so long. I think I waited... I waited almost a year to do that from when I first started the steps because I wanted to make sure that I was in a place where I could do that and mean it and be willing to you know live by it
1: yeah well when we lost grandma that really made me get you know really think real hard yeah because you know, I've always wanted a relationship with you that I had with grandma, with right. my mom. You know that that was that meant the world to me. Mm-hmm. You know, you're my only daughter. You know, and that I I wanted with me and you, with me and my mom had, and I think we're at that point. I think so. You know, it's just gonna get stronger, and it's just gonna get it's getting better daily. Right. You know so I mean I, I feel better I feel good you know I, I don't know what I would do without you I couldn't survive
0: well I don't think you'll have to worry about that hopefully <laughs> I'll hunt you down <laughs> <clears throat> um, oh the next question have I lived up to the amends I've made to you? You did plus some. Hmm. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: And I I don't expect nothing from you. Yeah. You know, I want you to be yourself. Right. And do what you feel, what you want to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, don't, don't just say something and do something because... Oh, that's gonna, that's what mom wants to hear. That's gonna that's what mom wants. No, mm-hmm. you do what you want what you feel. Right. You know, you don't have to do nothing to try and impress me.
0: Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, and this I wasn't very sure, at least not on your side. Um, does the addiction or mental illness run on your side of the family? Um and you don't have to say names or anything of course I guess in some ways
1: I think everyone mm-hmm. has some type of mental illness in their own way right you know mm-hmm. I mean I really do I mean it don't have you don't have to have drank or did drugs or but everyone goes through all kind of stuff right and to me that's a type of mental illness but mm-hmm. everyone right yeah you know, because you don't know always know how to cope with things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I mean, I've I've come across a lot of things on my own.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, I didn't go drink. I didn't go do drugs. I didn't do nothing. I just my thing. I'll I'll get busy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'll do stuff around the house. I'll go outside. You know, I'll I'll play my music really loud. You know, that that that's some of my ways to try and cope with things like that right you know those are definitely healthy ways (laughs) yeah and and i try that because you know i see i see what it can do to people and that's not me i don't want to you know i don't want nothing to happen to me
0: yeah you know i'm a big old chicken (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. i wish i was in those times i would have taken better care of myself (laughs) okay um This question kind of already relates to other things we've talked about, but, um, I'm just going to ask anyway, cause I wrote it down. Um, how has my addiction or mental illness affected you or our relationship? Like, even if it's recently or in the past or.
1: Don't act that would relate anything to us, like mm-hmm. not say your mental illness, but you know, just issues you've gone through mm-hmm. with with life itself, right? You know, I just tried to be there for you and let you know everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, and you got this.
0: That's nice. You
1: know, but the rest of it, I'm not. I'm not concerned with that with you anymore. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, you've come a long way. I'm proud of you.
0: Thank you. Because that's
1: that's hard. To overcome what you have.
0: Yeah. It's not too fun. (laughs) (laughs) I don't recommend it. Uh, Zero zero out of ten. How has my recovery. Affected you or our relationship.
1: I would say. Way for the better. Yeah. You're you're the person i knew i knew right you know when you was going through all that i didn't know who you were. Mm-hmm. and you probably didn't know who you were i <laughs> know oh, you know but I'm, like i like so i knew one day you'd be back
0: yeah
1: you know you i knew that it took time and you had to do it on your own your own pace but I got you back. That's all that matters. And I love you.
0: <laughs> I love you too. Yeah, I had to do everything on my own, <laughs> for good, for better or worse. I had to do it on my own. If I would have taken people's advice, I probably wouldn't have got as far as I did, or uh, had to experience some things that I did. But I thought I knew best. I thought. The consequences wouldn't happen to me, I thought. And if they did, I would be just fine. <laughs> and I would deal with it when when I had to deal with it. But no, they would, they would come and I would suffer. And then the people were always like, well, I told you so. Or, you know, they would try to support me. But, you know, there's a lot of I told you so's. Or if you would just listen, I couldn't. I had to do it on my own. Figure shit out. See, and that's something
1: I don't like to tell people. I told you so. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not, you don't tell people that. Yeah. Because everyone is different. Mm-hmm. You know, and what what took you a while to figure out or to get through may have taken other people less time or yeah. longer. Right. You know, I i don't, i I've never told anybody, I told you so for that reason yeah you know it first I think it's hurtful
0: mm-hmm. absolutely
1: <laughs> I don't believe in that right you know
0: right yeah I always felt like people were just doubting me so I was just like oh well well fuck your opinion let me try anyways and then it was really hard when it didn't work out and it kind of got thrown back in my face but that's just how I had to do things for a while that's how you learn yeah yeah I just didn't want to feel held back from anything, just because someone else had a bad experience,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it caused a lot of bad experiences. But I know better now. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, um. What would you tell families who have a loved one or loved ones with addiction or mental illness that may that Either their loved one is in recovery, or they're they're not, and they're still in their sickness.
1: I would suggest to them to find help. Yeah. You know, there's all kind of places like you found.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, there's all kind of places everywhere to get help. To you know, someone to reach out to to help you. Right. You know, put your pride down.
0: hmm
1: And go get help.
0: Right. Did you, did you lean any, lean on anyone for help when I was going through all that? I leaned on my husband. Okay. That's good. I'm glad you had him.
1: That's the, you know, I shared everything with him, as I do. And if I wouldn't
0: had him,
1: I don't know if I would have made it.
0: Right. Yeah, it's, it's not easy on families. And as you know, I have... Some family members who have had addiction and one that is still struggling and it sucks. Yeah. But I know I can't do anything to help them and I used to, I used to judge them and sometimes I catch myself, myself still doing that, but then I have to remember that could be me. And if I didn't get my shit together when I did, that could easily be me. Yeah. If I let things go that far and um it's sad but they have to want it yeah they do Mm
1: -hmm. maybe one day hopefully one day they'll realize it
0: that's yep i i hope so but if not i mean i have my support yeah um and lastly which is a new question for me to ask anyone Considering what I just shared about doing things on my own, but do you have any advice for me? As in any I guess anything that we've discussed
1: My advice to you would be Keep moving forward like you are Never, ever give up. Right. You know, there's always hope. There's always better things ahead of you. If you want them, go after them. Because you're not going to get it if you don't. Right. Because nobody else is going to go for you. (laughs) No. (laughs) You know, I mean, you got to stand on your own at times and just go after it.
0: Right. Well, Thank you. You're welcome. Well, that's all the questions I have. Um, Was there anything else you wanted to add to kind of close out this topic?
1: Well, uh, this means the world to me. And I'm glad we were finally able to do a podcast together. Me too. (laughs) And we've talked about everything already and before, but... Mm -hmm. You know, it means a lot, and this podcast between me and you might help other people. Right. You know, they might have issues with their mom. Mm-hmm. You know, another daughter and their mom. Mm-hmm. You know, and this might help them. You know, say okay, it's okay to talk about things. Right.
0: In a safe environment. <laughs> right. Right. Because I'm I'm learning as I get older. Not everything has to be an argument. No. <laughs>
1: No, we've we've learned that the hard way oh
0: yes oh yes i used to find enjoyment in getting angry at people because then you know i could say whatever the fuck i wanted and have it justified and not want to apologize and i realized after destroying some relationships and damaging relationships that's not the way to go no, we learn it always, but we grow up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm grateful we were able to do that. Me too. Me and we too. still have a relationship to go back to. Yes. <laughs> well, um, thank you for being a guest on my episode. Because I've really been tired of talking by myself. <laughs> like, and I, I know... You're one of the few people who probably don't care whether it's just me or if it's someone else, but I'm sure other listeners probably get tired of hearing just my voice so <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey you your your podcast got me through many thirty minutes on my exercise
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad, so if anyone else is out there listening to this, you know go. Go, go back on your bike and replay the episode or play another episode or just stay tuned for the next one. Um, well, um, that's going to conclude today. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for your support. Um, in the meantime, take care of yourselves and I love you all. Bye.
1: Bye. Thank y'all.